Welcome back to the podcast. This week, we still have Grace here. Last week, we were kind of delving a little deep into the relationship stuff since it was closer to Valentine's Day. So we're going to try to get to know Grace a bit better this week. So she has a blog. We mentioned that last week, uh, liveandlearn88.com. So please tell us like a little bit about why you started it, uh, maybe what you were doing just before and kind of just the stories. Hi everyone, it's Grace. I'm back. <laughs> oh my god, again. Yo, why, why is this so funny? Oh my god, no, I'm not no, just funny. go, Grace. Just go. Okay. Don't, don't be a hater, okay? Um, I started blogging because uh, at the time I had to stop working due to my autoimmune disorder. My friend was like, why don't you write about your experience and share it online mm-hmm. so you could maybe motivate some people? And I was like, uh, okay, I guess. I don't really, I was. I didn't really want to, but I was like, okay, sure, why not? Like yeah, when it's kind I of like an awkward feeling to yeah, start, right? Like when I first started, I was very inconsistent. I think the first year I posted probably like 11 posts the whole year. Like it was like maybe like once a month or not even. Like what, do you, what are you like doing now then? How many posts are you I doing? try to do once a week. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but then sometimes I don't do once a week. There was a period of time when I was really good. I did twice a week. And I, I wrote a lot about relationship stuff and I got a lot of views for that. Mm-hmm. But then now I just mainly translate uh, and Chinese novel into English mm. and also write my monthly, I mean, weekly posts. And usually I try to write something that I feel like would help my readers, either inspire them or give them some tips or some kind, something that would improve their conditions or their life or improve something. What's your process of like figuring out what to write though? Like do you, on a, on a daily basis, do you always think like, oh, this is interesting. I can write about this in my blog. Is that what the steps are? eventually like kind of like sometimes what i see and go through because mm. recently i just uh had a sleepover at my friends and i he, they're like they okay. no like, they're like actually like, no <laughs> like they're parents now and then i've like oh, okay. seeing how they deal like take care of baby and everything oh my god i'm gonna write a post just for parents eventually being a parent like you know like it's kind of like what i experience and also like what i think would be worth sharing but obviously that's i guess very controversial depending on like what topic it is yeah like for example there's one topic i want to talk about like how to overcome rejection right but then like some people will be what like, kind of rejection like r- romantic rejection yeah romantic like rejection like, yeah <laughs> so romantic we we'll re- re- rejection that kind of stuff right yeah. but i haven't written it yet but then some people will be like well if you haven't really gotten rejected or you can't you shouldn't yeah really there's always writing. gonna be those yeah. critics that's like, like oh not, you didn't do this how yeah, do you know the yeah best? like you never even experienced that much how what gives you the right to say that kind of stuff right so depending on the topic it could sometimes like get a lot of hate or like disagreement not really hate more like they don't agree with me or whatever right but usually huh? haters gonna hate That's yeah Wayne is the ma- the most haterous person we're here. talking about Billy <laughs> I'm like the nicest person ever okay most haterous Oh, I I feel like anything that's more controversial gets actually way more views. Oh, of course. Because yeah, I remember sure. one of my posts, one of my most popular posts, Can Men and Women Be Purely Friends, has almost 900 views. That's pretty You're the one who wrote that. I was like wondering. I, I was, we I should actually to... discuss that. I'm very curious like what you guys think about that. I, I don't remember. like I remember reading that. I think that was like two years ago or something, right? Was like, it her like, post? Long time, yeah, yeah, a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I think. That one was so popular. I, I don't know why everyone wanted to read that. Like, it was No, because so... it's, it's a lot of comments. Re- it's relatable. Your, your title is just like, bam, hits them Very in the face. Like... It's like, yeah. They don't care about motivation, man. I'm trying <laughs> oh, to motivate no. people. They want to be like, yo, I want, I want to talk shit about people. <laughs> yeah, man, that's just like, that. that is a very interesting thing. I think all of us have like a very strong opinion on it because everyone's like very different. I know a group of friends who like religiously believe it can't be possible. But I personally like think it is possible you just it just has to be like a kind of like a balancing act of being real to yourself versus like your certain expectations that you build for a person most of the time i think what happens to people is when they meet a guy let's just talk about like straight like at this point right so if a guy meets a girl they typically um find them attractive right like if you if you just met someone you don't know them completely like you you just find them attractive so you want to speak with them right and I think at that point on, you have to make a kind of like a distinct decision once you get to know them, whether or not this person is a friend or not. And mm-hmm. most people don't think about that. I think they just go into it and then they accidentally catch feelings and then they're like, oh, well, it's not possible, right? Like all of these things starts coming up. But if you just take a step and think about it critically before you kind of get too far into it and you kind of avoid the trap of falling for someone, right? For no reason. Well, okay, Billy, for your case... 
Do you have a lot of female friends? Yes. Do you like normally? Do you ever consider them as potential girlfriends, or automatically you kind of friendzone them, or like I think, what? What do you? How do you? Yeah. How did they become your friend? Let's yeah, just say so that. I, th- I think at a younger age, I was I was very not as careful as I am now. Like, cause it, when you're younger, you do typically do the not being able to be friends with girls properly, right? Because you're young, you're because you that's the culture. Yeah, you're emotional, but once you kind of understand yourself a bit better right so i don't like say i meet a person i'm friend zoning them right because you like i think guy or girl you meet there is some level of like not like sexual attraction but there is an attraction to a person right Mm -hmm. so if you even like so if you have a really close guy friend you are attracted to the personality in some way that's why you're friends with them right so meeting a girl in that same way if you can kind of separate the two like there's there's a physical attraction and then there is an attraction to their personality if you can separate the two out properly and understand that knowing like what you want mm-hmm. as like as a person then it'll make it a lot easier right so i don't like meet a person like oh i'm this person's a friend only or this person is someone i want to pursue like i get to know them yeah but then you have to understand yourself too that's the thing is that but what happens if your female friend is physically attractive and you like her personality how do you decide whether you're gonna keep her as a friend then or what if you're already yeah. like you so know? for like being physically attracted to someone is one thing for me i don't let that lead my decisions on them being attracted to their personality is different than being like emotionally like want to be with them in the relationship, right? So you can be attracted to them by like, oh, they're a fun person to hang out with. Mm. Or you can be like, oh, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person, right? There's mm. a difference between yeah, those yeah, level true. of attractions. And you have to kind of figure that out for yourself kind of thing, right? And even like at my age now, there's still a process to figure out, right? Like they're, like you meet a person, it's not like, oh, I know this person. I'm attracted to this person in this way. Like, you got to discover things about yourself and the person, right? Yeah. So it's, it's a very, like, tricky and complex thing to do. But it's kind of like, you just got to think critically about it. For us to be attracted to somebody else, uh, based on their looks and everything like that, it's a very primal animal trait. Mm-hmm. But that's what sets us apart from other animals, is that we're, we have that self-awareness and we have that uh, ability to think above the primal instincts of our, our uh, features, right? Mm. So we can differentiate between the fact that um, this is not just somebody that we're attracted to for the, the purpose of mating and breeding offspring. And we have that additional layer of relationships where it's like we can choose our friends, we can choose our acquaintances and uh, coexist with people. Even even in our work environment, we can coexist with people that we don't like just to get the job done. Yeah, because you know? we're social creatures. We have to learn how to behave socially with each other, right? Yeah, so because of those kind of features that we have as human beings, um, it's very, it's very possible for us to be friends with somebody and not be attracted to them on a sexual level. That is very, very hard, though. You know, what I mean, you gotta like, you know, there's a lot of stuff you gotta figure out because when you're young, like I remember being 20, it's so confusing when you're like around like right. nine, 18, 19, like high school is like the worst. Like high yeah. school, you have no idea what the hell's going on. The Your emotions are going crazy. The less self-aware you are, the definitely the harder it is for you mm-hmm. yeah. in that. In that sense, if you're very controlled by your emotions and your instincts, yeah. then yeah, you are going to lean towards that primal side. But if you're very self-aware of how you are as a human being, then yeah, it's very, very controllable. I think so too. Oh, for me personally, I personally have a lot of guy friends. But some people would argue with me and say that, oh, I bet like those guys just want to get with you and they can't be your boyfriend. That's why they're just being your friend but to me honestly well i can't say for all but i know most of them do not like me on like a sexual level they just like they don't mind hanging out with me or they enjoy my company or they like my me giving them advice or has it like, always they... been like that because i think now being like in our late 20s to 30s i think it's way different but let's let's go back like to earlier stage right because like we can think about it now it's all very clear now to us right but we got to think when we're like, when we're going through puberty, how was it then, right? Like, that was a whole different story then. Back then, like, were your guy friends just your guy friends? Well, I don't, when I was younger, I was more stupid. I guess I was less <laughs> aware. Less aware, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I would assume if a guy want to hang out with me, he just want, like, my company. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't think he liked me. But then sometimes thinking back, it's like, oh, I guess Oh, so you're one me. of those girls. So, okay, you know? so a guy, like, like, like yeah. so you're, like, somewhere uptown. So let's say you're younger. So you're somewhere uptown. And a guy's like, oh, you need to go home. Oh, I'll come pick you up. And then you're like, oh, yeah, he's just a nice guy. He just wants yeah. to drive me. Like, that, kind of one of that's those, the right? thing. That's why I'm like, guys, you know, you got to make it clear if you don't want to get, like, friends if the girl just thinks you're a nice guy and you're pretty much like he has to know you well unless you don't want her to know Mm -hmm. but then if you want to like 
her to see you as a dating potential, she has to know you're interested. Or else she's not even gonna think about it unless she already likes you. So I feel like, I don't know. I mean, like, but I do, like, going back to the topic, I do think it's definitely possible to, for girls and guys to be friends. I think it, but it depends on, because some, I have some friends who totally believe that's not possible and they don't have a single well, they won't really consider them friends. More like all acquaintances. Oh, man. Yeah, like, that's, that's all, so catty. All, all, all the guys are like, oh, they're just like acquaintances. Because I'm like, if they're my friend, then like eventually either I would like him or he would like me. Yeah. And then it's not a friendship anymore. Because if one side likes each other, then it's like, it's a one-sided friendship. It's not a real that's very, friendship. That's right? very sad that like, yeah. it leads, like that, like, I feel like your life shouldn't be revolved around relationships that much that this feels like an eventuality that's going to happen. Like, there's other <laughs> things to do in life where you don't have to think about this. Stuff. Like, you can be friends with someone. It doesn't mean, like, eventually you're going to like them for some random reason. Like, that's not that shouldn't be a priority in your mind. Like, who cares? I guess they don't think it's worth investing in a friendship yeah. that's not really going to last. Or, like, maybe, they think... maybe they're just not, like, they just got to, like, do it with a whole bunch of people, get that out of their system, and then understand, like, it's not a, that's yeah. not that important, you know? But I think it all really depends on the stage of your life, right? Let's just say in high school. Yeah. The boy-girl yeah. thing, it's not being able to be friends. That's probably more apparent during that time because I guess there's a lot of hormones going on, so they're actively seeking a partner. So it's, like, normally the culture for, like, high, uh, high school kids are, like, around that age. You normally tend to hang around. Let's just gender. say it. They're just horny as hell. Like, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Fucking horny so, little kids. So for them to like have a friend of the opposite sex, they would have to actively search. So let's say, okay, great. So, so let's say in high school, a guy came up to you mm-hmm. just trying, trying to be chilling off mm-hmm. and shit, right? Do you think they just want to be friends or they're trying to be more than friends? If they Back just then, out, out, like they went out of the way just to talk to you. Back then, I would just think they're just being nice. But thinking back, I'd be like, Clearly, he wasn't. He had intentions, you know? Oh, jeez. Yeah, because Grace back then is different than Grace now. The thing is, I feel like it really... It does depend on the stage of life. And also, I feel like some people are automatically... Like, for example, like, Wayne is married, right? I feel like I can definitely, if, you know, say Wayne is my friend, because I know he doesn't like me, because he has a wife, and I know I don't like him. Unless Wayne is a bad guy. No, but you know what I mean? Yes. Because, like... There's, I could say, like, he is my friend. Like, there's no, like, sexual attraction at all. Like, I, I can, like, you know, vouch for that. But some people would be like, no, that's not, you know. Like, yeah, that's or, not okay. Yeah, yeah or, or they'll think if I hang out with you alone, eventually, mm-hmm. if we hang out a lot, yeah. one of us is going to like each other. That's what he, that's what the weird thing is. Why is what is eventuality? Why does this, why does this have to be, like, a end result of something? Why can't you just be friends as the end result, right? It's so weird that, you, like, eventually you'll like someone. Like, no, that's not what happens. Like, I think eventually you could develop, it could become closer and closer. Yeah. And I guess you might, it's possible to develop feelings. But I feel like the chances of it is, like, very, very, well, it depends on how often you see each other and, like, all that stuff, right? And I what think, you do. I think a lot of it is just uh, people's own uh, insecurities that are projecting it on other people. So if they feel like they might be unfaithful, they're going to assume that you will be as well, too, or say that you will be. Uh, thinking that you can't control your emotions or whatever. There's also like when you're younger too, you're you're surrounded by a lot more attractive people. That's the thing too, right? You gotta remember like how it was back then in high school. We're around like so many people the same age as us who are all attractive, right? I'm pretty attractive. <laughs> sure, <whatever. laughs> but but now it's different, right? Now we're like we don't yeah. hang out with as much people our age. Like yeah. the people we meet are all different, and like no one's like in their like teens and like yeah. super like horny and like everyone's trying to like engage each other right everyone's more relaxed and calm now yeah. right like in terms from what i was saying before like during that age you're seeking a partner but you know what and now we've reached to a time where i guess you could say we're old okay i think we're like satisfied we're, we don't need yeah. to hunt the hunt yeah so anymore. now it's like you've realized that you reach this point in life that you're not seeking people for let's say mate but now it's more like just to socialize to satisfy that need in your life you need to because we're very uh sociable right you need to socialize with others to satisfy that part of your life Actually, I have something I wanted to bring up I feel like for guys who has never dated though or never been in a relationship or never gotten any like female attention mm-hmm. it's a lot harder for them because if any woman give them one on one attention oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll they get a boner immediately they'll see it like <laughs> as like oh I could get a girlfriend now, right? So then for them to stay friends with them would be a lot harder because they'll feel like it's an opportunity for me. Finally, I could get <laughs> a girlfriend. Oh, finally, finally, I have like Your a female. Pounce. You know what I mean? So Wait, I feel are like we if... talking about uh, like a scenario where this guy's a virgin? 
Right, is that I'm, what we're I'm just saying for guys who never get any female attention and they really want a girlfriend. She fell in so my like, trap card. If they get <laughs> any like attention yeah. from a woman, right? It's hard for them to just see that person as a friend if they never ever got any attention, yeah. right? So there's like, oh my god, finally a woman shows interest yeah, this in me. Is new. So then I think okay, for that instance, I think it is depending on the person, it's it could be like really, really hard to be friends. Like yeah. if he has because like they, absolutely yeah. no like experiences so, or whatever. So basically they finally felt this type of affection towards them and they realized this is time. I'm gonna I'm gonna get <laughs> it in somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, wow. I'm finally getting something. Like I'm finally getting like her attention. So that yeah. means I could probably get something more. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm probably then, doing something right. You know, like I feel like for those kind of guys, I feel like it's a lot harder for yeah, them to Yeah, but actually thinking about it, so if it might not be possible that all guys and girls be able to be friends because the people who believe that it's not possible actually can't because if you believe you can't then you probably can't right because you right. Yeah, probably will true. eventually have feelings for the person okay. but honestly in high school with a lot of female friends let's say i don't want to say an absolute number like all of them i was thinking a majority a majority of them what were your intentions to be friends or yeah. on I, I was a bit different so i would say whatever yeah, billy no you're not different yeah no i think billy is different no man i hear too many stories about you Billy are pretty close. Yeah, I they, don't think Billy because, actually wanted. Yeah, because I like, I was very like like I yeah, said like I thought about things, so I was very clear like this is like yeah. what I want and this is what I don't want, right? So I knew at at a very young age that these are the people I want to date, and these are the people I don't want to date, and it's like like I wouldn't say he tried to get close yeah. to her just because he wanted to date her. I don't think so. I I understand Billy's point of view as well too because. Uh, I became self-aware, uh, self-aware at a very young age, and it was around the point where, like, even before I started being like attracted to girls in a dating sense, mm-hmm. that I already knew what kind of girl I wanted. So when I actually had a crush on a girl, mm-hmm. it would be like I had my crush on that girl. Yeah, you, ch- yeah, you choose your target, you attack. Right? So you how, attack old, it. how <laughs> yeah. old were you guys when you like had these feelings? Let's say, wait, wait, age. like first liked somebody? Yes, like crush, oh, like you man. know, you, you oh, want to do bad man. things to them. I would say grade seven or grade eight. I was five years old. I was gonna say like eight years old. Five. <laughs> I was five years old, man. I remember. I remember. <laughs> okay, so that's the guys for a second. What about you, Grace? Like, I when do you realize grade that? Eight. I was grade eight. eight. When I really, really liked someone, I really wanted. Really, really wanted <laughs> to like man. to like be together forever and read like books in old age and stuff like that. So late, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a very sweet answer. Like, Billy, I don't, I don't know what you think. What I had my first hell? girlfriend, I think, in grade seven. Oh, I my think. God. But you I, know what? I feel like guys who actually have, like, more experience dating girls like at a younger age, I feel like they're more capable of having female friends. I don't know if it's a correlation. It's, I think it's a confidence thing. Maybe it's thing. a confidence. Yeah. Because I feel like they're more comfortable with talking to the yeah. opposite sex. Because, making mm-hmm. it easier for them to be friends with them and making it, like, more comfortable. That's absolutely true. I feel like if they never dated any girl yeah. ever, it's so... Yeah, because like, they never dated any girl because they never had the courage to actually go up to them in the first place to initiate. So, like, I feel like for those guys, yeah. it's way harder So it's like you would think friends. the one that has that can interact with girls they'll probably statistically i would say they would have more girlfriends than the one that can't yeah well, there's also sense. there's also just no like fantasizing you know like when you like so when you're like younger you like you like someone there's a crush you always like imagine all these things oh we're gonna go on a I date think oh, guys man. I, 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 I feel like guys have like crazy ass imagination yeah they like build oh yeah story, they're crazy right? fun the status quo we're all sexy. You guys like. You guys, like <laughs> you guys have the weirdest like. Oh my god. No, but I'm saying like because I dated people. If I wanted to date someone, I would have just dated them. And there's yeah. less of a building this whole world in my mind yeah, of this yeah, person, yeah, right? Yeah. That's why it was very easy to distinguish this person's a friend and this person's not. Because when I'm hanging out with them, I don't start thinking like, oh, maybe we'll we'll go to dinner and maybe something will happen. Our hands will touch, you know? Like oh, and then sparks fly. Like I don't think of it in that. Like it yeah. doesn't matter to me, like, right? The sun- and every time we touch, yeah. get this feeling, you know? Oh, Jesus Christ, oh my god. <laughs> no, it's a good song. What song is that? Every time we Cascade touch. Cascade or something? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's possible, but I also, also, like what Billy said, if you don't think it's possible, then it's probably not possible yeah, for you, probably, right? I think over. that's really, really true. Like, if you don't think it's possible, then yeah, it's probably not possible for you. It's a very, like, controversial topic, because depending on everyone's experience, like, some people might believe it's possible, and then they get cheated on by their girlfriend, and then they believe it's not possible. Oh, yeah. No. Right? Oh, wait. Like, have, have you guys, have you guys been cheated on? Yes. Oh, yeah. I have too, man. Oh, man. It breaks, it messes you up good. Oh, no. yeah. Wait, halfway. What are you halfway? halfway. You can't get halfway. You guys cheated. cheated on each other. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's like it felt like 
she was already on her way out. Um, so you're saying you did get cheated on. You're in denial. <laughs> that's what basically, you, yeah. That's what's going on here. <laughs> that's all I like to believe, Billy, okay? You asshole. But um, <laughs> you know what? I wonder if technology nowadays ha- have a help people separate um, this fine line. Like, with t- like they'll separate. Like, let's say if they're very actively using Tinder, can they just stick with ten- Tinder to find a, uh, a partner? What do they have in their life? That's just no. Friends. I think it gets harder, man, because you're like overly exposed to stimulation now. No, right? but like, you get satisfied. Is... It's like walking a dog, like for forty-five minutes, so they won't get, they won't like tear up your room after walking them for forty-five minutes. Their energy's done. So is Tinder gun? Is, does that deplete you of your horniness, Billy? I don't think so. Yeah, I think you have to. It just, it's the same thing. You just have to think about it. If you think about it, then maybe it will. But if you don't, then you're just gonna blur the line. And but I think they say guys have like two brains, like one up here and one down there. Okay. I think it's kind of <laughs> true. Oh, Grace, it is true. You Grace just pointed her okay. brain okay, and her fictitious penis. Because when I was in high school, so like blowjobs, that like the term for it, I mean, went from uh, so blowjob went to head and then went to brains. Those are terms for it because, like you said. That's the second brain down there. Because that's all guys think about. That's what girls think. That's so ridiculous. Okay. Well, do no. you think so? No. There's some girl telling me about this. I think it also depends on guys. I think certain guys have better control over mm. their emotions or sex drive or whatever. But some, I feel like they can't really... No, I just I think it's they just couldn't get them, any. It's hard for them. I think for some guys, it's really hard for them to resist. I think it also depends on uh, the kind of priorities that the guy has as well, too. That's true, and like, what kind of what drives him in general? Like, if he's a very motivated person, like he's really like driven to succeed, and he's like no relationship because it's gonna like screw me over and distract me from my goal. Then mm-hmm. maybe he's right. like, he's like a monk or whatever. Right? Or, <laughs> he's motiv- <laughs> or, maybe, or, maybe, or he's motivated by sex. Monk. Or yeah. or if he's like very religious, because certain religion they're very like no, you can't do that, this and that, or whatever. So, but I find religion plays such a small part nowadays because I know a lot of people who's family uh based on the past that person of that ethnicity they're very religious but as time passed uh, a lot of the um values kinda... like the, yeah like the younger kids like that's growing up now they're just slipping away it's you know not eating harder. a certain meat and stuff like that they just they still claim the title you gotta like you gotta do stuff kids are lazy man you gotta like no it's like go to church like you i knew some guy stuff. who was jewish but i automatically automatically assumed he's not supposed to eat pork but he did because he went to Burger King that day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's just not real pork, you know. Burger King, you know what's in Burger King. That's true. Um, I think it also depends it's on. I think it also depends on the type of people you hang out around. If you're hanging out around with someone that's a lot more Westernized, like mm. everyone around your group is very like, like what I mean is okay. So when I was brought up very traditionally, and my parents like, and my mom would be like, oh, you know, like gays and lesbians, they're all like abnormal, it's wrong, blah blah blah. As I grew older, I thought like there's nothing wrong with it, like. You know, people should like like whoever they want. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just accept it. It's not even your life. Why does it matter, right? But then when I was younger, I would be like, no, it's wrong, blah blah blah, because that's what I was taught. Mm-hmm. But then I think like because of the era I grew up in and like maybe peer- people I'm around, they're not like super religious, or whatever. They're more accepting, and I even have like gay friends and whatever, right? Yeah. And I find it totally okay. Whereas if maybe if I grew up in like China or maybe even if I like I was born twenty years ago. My mindset might be wholly different oh, because of yeah. the people I'm exposed mm-hmm. to, right? So I think people, your environment can really like shape you a lot. Mm. I think growing yeah. up, your parents typically influence biggest, you yeah. until up like your teenage, point. yeah, up to your teenage until years. Until you start rebelling, yeah. yeah. And once you hit a, your teenage years, then it's your friends who influence you more. So then, yeah, because I think up until maybe uh, seven, eight years old, I've been taught, I've been taught certain values that were wrong, mm-hmm. but then. I go to school, it all changed because I have different experience compared to my parents, yeah. right? And then I have to adapt to it. Yeah, because right? you want to belong with yeah. your Because I'm your not going right? to like go to school and be like, that's wrong. You shouldn't be that color and stuff like that, right? <laughs> <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that, right? Because oh, yeah. you have to adapt. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's a lot to do with your environment too. Mm-hmm. But also like, I feel like it also depends on how um, I think religion actually does play a role. Like, if I, if all my friends were super religious and they're super against certain things, I'm probably gonna be more like them because I've that's the norm for yes. me, right? So oh, yeah, I believe like, well, like if that's what they all say, then it must be true. You mm-hmm. know, like I think so. It really depends. So back to your blog, right? Yeah. You wanted did you was there any post or anything significant that you really really found meaningful? Yeah, I had a post that I wanted to like. I could read it now it's called like don't judge a person by its cover it's actually based on a real experience 
based on uh, off a boy that I used to tutor. I'll read it. Like, you guys want to hear it? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Give me a I'm sec. I'm excited. If you guys want to read it, we'll leave the links below. Okay, so it's called Don't Judge a Person by the Cover. For this Monday, I would like to share a true story of all of you. This post is about a boy whom I used to tutor. I would call him Richard to keep him anonymous. Richard is a family friend and I have known him all my life. I am 9 years older than him and I'm also friends with his older brother. Due to a big gap in age, I have actually seen him crawl around his house in diapers. When he was around 8, I started tutoring him because his mom had asked me. Although he was only in grade 3, Richard was already struggling a lot in school. He was diagnosed with a learning disorder as well as ADHD, which is an attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. He couldn't sit still nor pay attention in class. It was really, 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 really difficult for me to tutor Richard. We would literally read a paragraph together and I would ask him, Okay, what's this paragraph about? And he would reply, I don't know. I don't remember. I was so frustrated. Hello, we just read it less than a minute ago. How can you forget everything so fast? Like, oh my god. It drove me nuts because he couldn't retain anything. I knew he had a learning disability, but I was still frustrated. It wasn't that I wanted to force him to learn, but without strong reading comprehension skills, he would be doomed in our education system. Even if he could get away with poor reading skill in elementary school, once he gets into high school, there's no way he could survive if he can't even remember what he reads. What, remember anything he reads. So I tried really hard to make him learn. I wanted him to memorize and understand the meaning of one word. Just one word per day. Yet he couldn't even do that. He told me, Grace, you expect too much from me. I have a learning disability. I was angry. You make no effort. Don't give me excuses. It might be harder for you, but you can do it. Helen Keller was blind and deaf, and she still learned how to read Braille, okay? And he couldn't argue back. Now, fast forward to eight years later. Richard's in high school now. He managed to learn how to read, but is still struggling tremendously in school. And by struggling, I mean he's getting 50s and 60s. But my perspective of Richard has totally flipped. Because even though he has terrible grades, I think he's a genius. In fact, some, some of the stuff he says are so powerful and amazing that now I carry a notebook whenever I'm around him. And here, here are some of his deep words. Quote, In the future, I want to be an animator, but I don't want a lot of dialogue. I want the pictures to do all the talking. Because the most powerful things are not said, but felt. You can't change the past, but you can do something differently today. Do you know what Nazis, communism, and capitalism have in common? What? I muttered. I never thought about it, and I didn't care. They all believe that their idea will create the best future. I stared at him in astonishment. Who thinks of this stuff when they're 12? Because he was 12 at the time. Without sadness, there is no concept of happiness. War is inevitable. People will always want more, be it power, money, or resources. So what am I trying to say in this post? Don't judge a person by the cover. Perhaps I might be a lot smarter than Richard on paper, but he's so much more than his grades. He might be terrible at school. But the amount of wisdom within him is unbelievable. And each time I see him, I learn something. So if you ever feel like you're better than someone else, remember that everyone you meet possess some type of knowledge that you don't have. You can always learn from people regardless of where you are in life. Be humble. And then I'm like, if you like my content and would like to support me, you can donate to me. And I have a donate, <laughs> make a donation button. Make sure you donate. Yeah, so that's the end of one of my posts. One of my hundreds of posts. On my blog. That was, that was actually, like, well done. Like, you, your writing is actually excellent. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, I want, every time I write, I want every line to kind of have, like, I'm not going to write something I feel like wouldn't make a difference. Yeah. And if I'm going to write, I feel, I want it to, the person to finish the whole article, right? Not just, like, read, like, two lines and, like, oh, this is too boring, I don't want to read it. SSI? So, yeah, <laughs> short, oh, wait. sincere, wait, impactful. Yo, like you know like something like use language that's not too difficult for people to process so yeah. that they actually know what you're saying and then they remember it retain it and learn something from it and maybe like feel a little bit inspired do you actually want to be a writer though is that like a goal like would you actually want to write a book it's so hard you uh, when i well translating makes it a bit easier for me remember what you told to richard it? it's hard but you gotta do it um i don't know maybe i mean you know eventually i plan to write an ebook on relationships this year because i i'm getting so many views on it i'm like damn it people will probably pay i'll you know i'll have like examples of real life ssi texts <laughs> oh like you start to bribe them you know? Jeez. So then, oh, not bribe, but like if you want to know what it's like, you know, like, like I have, I have more. Give them a little, you know, little bit you know, of like, like for example, afraid. like topics, like topics, like you know, what's the difference between being really confident and being really creepy and stuff like that, right? I feel like they're interesting stuff. Well, I have a bunch of uh, 
post like that, but like combine it so I can make like an ebook mm-hmm. and sell it like four dollars per book. And then if <laughs> I have like twenty five fans, twenty five yeah. fans, you give me a hundred bucks, yo. Yeah. But you know it's so hard. It's, it sounds easy, but if you put in the amount of effort and no one wants to buy, it, then you're like, oh my god, I have my life. So it has to be something that the people want, and the people want relationships. So gotta do what the people want. Gotta give the people what they want. Yep. The funny thing is, like, so this is the second time we've heard this. Me and Grace discussed it, and I actually know this Richard because I actually tutored him too and I tutor not in English but in math and I remember so he was grade 9 he's learning like slopes and like simple stuff so I didn't know this whole background of like him having ADHD I just knew like you can tell he's a bit weird yeah. Right. yeah, like a bit like... Yeah, he's a bit weird. Like You can tell instantly he's a bit weird. He's not the same as normal kids. Yes. The things he says especially. Yeah, so I remember trying to like because he was trying to like brute force learn math mm-hmm. which is basically like solve problems, right? But I felt like maybe no one has ever taught him like the reason why you learn math. So I try to like focus more on that rather than learn how to do this question. Because for me, like growing up, math was like that until I realized why I'm doing math. Mm -hmm. So I try to teach him the process of how he got there. Like what is the slope? Like what is the reason why this actually is a thing that needs to be like calculated, right? I don't know if it got through to him. Like I think his grades... You should use Nazi uh, examples. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the thing is that the Nazi thing, like, like, he showed me so many pictures he drew because he, he likes to draw, right? Yeah. So, he, and then he, like, made this elaborate story and then, yeah, like, he like, would explain it. Yeah, and, like, when he when he was yeah. talking about that stuff, he was very into the stuff he was talking about, right? Yeah. So, you can tell that if he finds something he's passionate in, then he can go, like, crazy yeah, and, like, yeah, learn yeah. so much, right? So, he's going to be a neo-Nazi? He's going to be a storyteller, Wayne. <laughs> he's going to be a storyteller. Yeah, he really wants Yeah, to. he wants to tell a story, I think, and yeah. from his perspective. what The thing about him being younger and, like, not being able to, like, focus. express himself. Yeah, yeah, like, he can't express himself, right? So, when he wasn't able to focus, he like, he has no outlet to explain. Yeah. But now, he has his art. So, he can, he can express himself in some capacity that the rest of us can understand, right? His art is his gateway to expressing himself for us. Mm. And whether or not we interpret it properly or not is, you know, yeah. is up to how skilled he can be, right? I know before we uh, started this, we kind of had a discussion on it as well, too. And I was kind of shitting on the things that he was saying <laughs> in yeah. terms of, like, his philosophies and everything of that. But then I have to also bring it back and be like, okay, well, you did say that this is the kind of stuff that he was saying when he was 12 years old. Yeah. The stuff that he's saying at this point is pretty fascinating for his age. But as he grows... His uh, philosophical mind is also going to develop and he's going to look back at it and see the things that what he said were flawed concepts. And you can see the the bigger picture at the end of the day, because I don't want to shit on his stuff. You should. That he just, said. Shit just go ahead. He's okay. Only, so it's so... only 12. Like, you know, just shit on his shit, man. Wait, how old is he now? Probably like end of high school, almost. Almost end yeah. of high school. So probably like 17, 18, Yeah, they'll just shit on the 17-year-old I'm not man. so much shitting on the things that he's <laughs> saying, but more so expanding on them and okay. making them a bit deeper. For one of the things is that he said, as long as you have a religion or whatever like that, you're, you're already thinking that you're above somebody else. Oh, oh, I didn't mention it. I didn't mention it in, uh, right now. I oh, yeah, that, that was in our discussion Yeah, uh, before, basically right? he said, if you're religious, you're already not equal. Because he was saying how, like, oh, all the women, and all, like, they want equality, right? Yeah. But the thing is, he's like, if you're religious, you're already not equal. Because if you believe in something, you already think that you are automatically, like, what your religion is automatically better than... The people that are non-believer. Yeah. So if you're a Christian, you already think that you are above the people who are not because you think, you know, Christ is going to like save you or whatever. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? But to take that to the next level, it goes even above the religion or your politics or whatever. The fact that you even have an opinion already makes you feel like you're better than yeah. somebody else. Because at the same time, you could say like, if you're an atheist or agnostic, you, exactly. you're, you're looking at the other person. It's like, poor fool, you have to look to someone with a higher power to find a way in life. And then the other thing is that he's talking about how communists, capitalists, and Nazis, they all have the same kind of a goal where they're trying to, their common goal is to bring a better future. I think a lot of people, whatever their beliefs are, their intention is to bring a better future, whether it be for themselves or the people that uh, directly relate to it. And what their better future is might result in a worse future for other people. But that's the thing about good and evil. Like, good and evil is just a point of view. Depending on where you're standing in that point of view, that's how you determine good and evil for yourself. So it's hard to say that being a Nazi is good and bad. Like, from our point of view, it is. But if you're uh, a German soldier or a German kid in that uh, age, when you're raised to believe that that is the good point of view, like, that's what you're going to believe. So it's all perspective. 
I mm-hmm. I think that's true. But like I feel like there are things that though like it's how can you think like you know for example right I well hopefully people don't think about this nowadays but like you know how the whole like white privilege yeah and everything yeah it's like how can people just think automatically if you're white skin you're better than someone with dark skin mm-hmm. like how does that even how's that even okay like what just because your skin color is different so automatically like you're like less like you're you're inferior just because your color is skin like that kind of stuff i feel like it's really like that's bad like if you judge someone based on the skin color i don't know how someone can actually say judging someone based on their skin color is good like if like like when it comes to stuff like that i feel like i don't know like you could say you grew up in an environment where that's a good thing to judge people by their skin color but no matter how i see it though i feel like that's bad I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, that's that's tricky. Like, like if you know, like if you're like because oh. if you see a kid saying that, like, do you blame the kid or do you blame his upbringing? Right? Like that's that's the hard thing <laughs> no. about it. But it's also the majority. What like honestly, you think the white privilege exists because we live in North America? If we were back in Asia, that's not the case, right? It's how it's whatever the majority is. You'll think that's that's who's in power and that's who's going to get all the uh, benefits. That's right. You know, they're not gonna have white privilege in China. They though. actually, well, they respect white people more, like because they, they, they look exotic. They, they get like they actually get like the really really good like you know like let's say you're like some CEO of like really 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 high up company. Mm-hmm. Most likely, your boss is like a but Westerner or something. For, for China, it also has for them it has to do with a lot about money and right? connections. And oh yeah, that too. Stuff, yeah. But uh, you ever do you ever go to China? Have I have been, been yeah. So it's like I always find it so interesting when um. At that time, when I went a long time ago, I was going with like a little school group, and I had this uh, Caucasian girl in, in our group. We went to the uh, I can't remember what this place called, but pretty much it was a, a giant meeting, the people's meeting. Mm. That's what we went to. So all the Chinese people there, they kept requ- asking the uh, my female friend to take a picture because she's different, yeah, 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 yeah. and apparently it happens yeah, like very time. often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has to be fun and very cool. But that's not about white privilege. That's just like they just want because wanna, they're because that's, that's not yeah that's yeah. not common around there. But even even like when you come to places like in Markham, uh, if you go to a Pacific Mall and you're a white person, you're not getting deals. That's true. You're you because they think you have money, so they're gonna try to scam you. And, and they because know you're, they not, scam you're not you're not you're not one of really us. Bargain. You're not one of us. So why are we gonna give you the deal? And they, they can't they don't really bargain or they don't know how. It's to not even that. about that. It's just the fact that you're not one of us, so you're not gonna get a deal. Those people, like, I feel like a solution to all of this is just, they're not, like, not to say that they're not interesting, but I think they're, in a sense that if you travel more, you yeah. become more interesting. You see the world differently because you, you're less within your own bubble. Yeah, you're I, more you're, cultured. Yeah, so the people at Pacific Mall judging others and making biased assumptions about them, I don't think they, like, they just came to Canada and then just got right. a job, right? They don't, they haven't traveled the world. They didn't have that, that privilege like the rest of us do now, right? Where we get to travel the world, we get to experience different things. So when we look... Like, if all, any of us worked at Pacific Mall, we wouldn't have that assumption, right? Exactly. Because yeah. we are, have now experienced life differently. But that's why I don't feel like it's necessarily, like, a fair judgment to say, like, they are racist and they would assume certain things. Because it's just the life they grew up in, right? The, when they grew up, yeah. is just different. Like, or maybe to them, that's acceptable. Yeah, that's like what being, was the norm. Being efficient about money reg- and is more important than caring about racism, right? For us, caring about equality is more important than making an extra buck like yeah I guess it's, a, like it's a totally our, different perspective our, like what matters has changed yeah like over the course of time yeah, like we, back we, then they we've probably so only... much privilege now like we have we're so comfortable that we don't we don't need this extra but they they're so used to the survival mode right yeah survival of the yeah. fittest right so they just care about like like i think that's why like you know how in asia they have all these terrible things like they make like fake what baby formula fake eggs Fake oh yeah, we stuff. talked about that. You know what they have? We talked oh about the big They have fake rice now. Oh my god! That seems like yeah. it's more work. To no, be but honest, to me, I feel like how can people do something like this so like unethical and like hurt so many people? Right? People buying your product are gonna like get. You know, I would like to think it's because these people, they're just they've come to a point where they're desperate, not because they just, they just make want a lot money. of money. I'm I I really hope they've only uh, reached to this point because they have a family to feed. That's yeah, why like, no like one hope. intentionally I know tries bad, to hurt others, but. Because, yeah, like, uh, who says someone's, uh, it's all about survival, right? But to even have the money to make a company to actually produce that kind of... No, it's very basic. Doing egg, I could do it right now. 
Just give me the chemicals. No, but how you have to produce like to even get famous enough so that other people from the other world would know you're selling fake eggs. How many fake eggs do you have to sell in your own country before you can actually make it to you know what I mean? Make I it, think to it just us needs to that we could oh. even know about it. Like, it has to be like really like you know what I mean? If yeah. I sold yeah. if I sold one egg to like one person in China, is it really gonna make it all the way back here? Like, no, I think for China, it's come to a point where it's become so impressive that they can make so many fake stuff. <laughs> that's that's what it comes down to. Is like, cause they always make fake electronics. Like, check it out, they're making fake eggs now. Now they're tr- just trying to like reach a whole new bar. That's why it's, it's more of a novelty for us. Like in uh, not like for people not in China, it's more of a novelty for us. It's so kind sad. of entertaining. It, it's sad. But it's happening there. But it seems like they have no morals whatsoever, because all they care about is profit, right? Yeah. What? Why? Why else are they gonna do this? They just want to make money. I feel. So I feel like it's a little different, cause for mm. us, maybe because we grew up in Canada, we care more about like morals, like rights, human rights, and yes. all this stuff. Like it's just wrong. Like you know, you can't do this to people. Whereas to them, it's like it doesn't matter as long as I have the money, as long as I'm like the top of the. The triangular chain. chain whatever it's like yeah hierarchy it doesn't matter i need yeah. to get up there and i'm gonna do whatever it takes for me to yeah. get up there even if it means that all the people have to sacrifice and you also have to think about the people at the bottom of the chain as well that are making it happen mm. like they're probably in a situation where they don't have a choice like they need i to either survive, have to do this yeah. job and make this stuff or my, my family. family doesn't get yeah, fed yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so and sad. i have to eat this fake eggs <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear about the other thing? They're put, they're injecting, uh, I think, lead into the fish. Oh my god! Why? Just, so why? they're heavier. Oh. That's so bad. But back to the point of like the thing is like we can perceive it from where we are, right? Like they don't even have the opportunity to think about oh, what is what is wrong about making fake eggs? Like we can sit here comfortably, yeah, in a nice warm house, thinking what's why would they do this? You know, you they know, don't have for that. Privilege. All we know, we think it's bad. It's all chemicals. It might taste delicious over there, okay? <laughs> so, who, who are we to judge? And knowing how the country controls how uh, their media is and everything like that as well, too, uh, you can't expect these workers to know that this stuff is bad. They could be brainwashed or uh, yeah. told that this is, like, the new way to make eggs and it's healthy and everything. They're all for it, right? Yeah. Well, I know that they have issues where, I, like, I think there's a lot of tension between Hong Kong and... Uh, China because a lot of the mainlanders go to China to take I mean a lot of mainlanders go to Hong Kong to take the baby formula because they know the Hong Kong oh, yes, ones are I heard legit about that. Yes. like they know Hong Kong ones are real right so they're actually going into Hong Kong take buying their stuff mm-hmm. and then like a lot of the Hong Kong people are like angry at the mainlanders because they think that they're rude and they're like greedy Spitting and, like, and they, they purposely just come and take away their like goods or like jobs or whatever i don't know that's so interesting yeah it's like, what a crazy it's, world it is over there it's, it's, but would it have to be a real shortage of products to, for it to be a problem no so like let's let's think of like from a crazy perspective so what if it was the like a big hong kong company making fake formulas in china like you know what i mean like because it can get like pretty crazy over there so I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if a big company make fake formulas just to drive their market up in hong kong right like conspiracy no, yeah exactly like it can go pretty like china is a crazy place right people do crazy stuff over there Cause like from what I know, basically a lot of Hong Kong people, like Hong Kongers or whatever you call they're them, they're all triads. They believe that they're better than the mainlanders. They see themselves because I think they were like ruled by British rule British, for yeah, a long 100%. time. So they see themselves as more civilized and like I guess higher. They look yeah, down. They on see mainlanders. Chinese people as barbarians. Yeah, they yeah. look down on mainlanders. So like in a way, they would be like, "Oh, we're not." I think like I, you. I first of all, I think it's pretty rude to call them mainlanders <laughs> like <laughs> no, i find that term demeaning they, is it because i, I say it they... i know but my like, if someone called you a mainlander what does no, that sound like no, you? you talk about uh you always refer to mainland china like, i know but like let's call them from china like don't call them a mainlander because honestly it's... the term mainlander has some like demeaning derogatory yeah exactly sure. really? yeah. i didn't know to because... be honest i find oriental is fine too I don't, I, I don't have nothing wrong yeah, with Oriental. Yeah, but people Oriento. say that's yeah. derogatory as well. No, I think that's fine. But I think yeah. calling someone a mainlander makes it, like, I think it's, it's just, fine. It just sounds I like wrong. To see, but they actually have that term. I think in Mandarin, it's like Nadi, right? Nadi is like Noidei. It's like inner... But, but hold on. Are you guys mainlanders? I was born here. My, my family's mainlanders. Oh, but family? I well, lived in like, Hong Kong. But it's like a uh, dialogue. dialogue no, but you're still Cantonese, though. Your family's still Cantonese. So you're not like true mainlander okay okay this is some geography here i know mine is bad so what's considered as mainland china why (laughs) what do you why do we call it mainland china is it are we just referring to china itself and excluding hong kong the land i don't know like in in 
I don't know. In Chinese, there's something called nadi. Nadi is like yeah. within the land. Dialogue is usually what they say in Cantonese. Yeah. No, because when I think of mainland China, for some reason, I'm thinking of like the most ratchet ghettoest place in China. Really? That's what. No, I, that's I, how I. I meant like because the whole when country. I think of my fa- where my family's from, which is like the village. Where? I think that's like mainland China. Where so are your parents from? Um, Beihai. So I think it's uh like uh, along the ocean, like across from Vietnam or something, right? But uh, when, yeah, that's why that I sounds pretty about... mainland China. <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly. so, that's what I, I mean. But it's like it doesn't yeah, sound it's like, like the call village, the mainland. The village, like like uh, I don't want to say non. Because you have this perception that yeah, they're from somewhere poor. Like yeah, that's, that's what when, I think. The that's why you should mainland, call it mainland. But it's like because I grew up with that term, so I think it's fine. I know. But, but you know what I mean? Like, it sounds wrong. Because I'm from mainland China, too. And, it, that's, and every time, I don't, like, I don't get, I don't take offense to it, but that's what well, I feel. Well, it looks like you are right now, Billy. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm like, it does sound wrong to call someone that, right? Like, I don't know. I never saw it as a bad word. I, I don't know. Yeah, because we, just... say, we say it ourselves. Yeah. It's like, we call ourselves chinks. I, I'm fine with it now. I'm okay if we say chinks. If somebody else calls me chinks in a derogatory way. Then yeah, I would get offended. Yeah, but... like if someone calls you a jokingly, like because you're you're friends with them, then it's okay, yeah. right? Like it's it's fine. Like friends can joke around with each other. I, I know some people that can't can't joke between friends about that. Why? Like Who cares? Yeah, because they're, they're millennial. No, they're <laughs> just like younger than me by like a year. Oh, they're not. Millennial, no, no, wait, that's wait. Why. It wasn't a Chinese guy though. It was um a black dude. Oh, we're so we're talking about that. Oh, so you're right? talking about a different word? Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. I, see. I I went to school with like predominantly um. What's the proper term? I don't black, know. People. black people. Black people. Yeah, black people. people. <laughs> black people. Okay. <laughs> like one of my best friends, he, he was black too, but then he was also half Chinese. As I grew up with all my schools, like uh, element, like junior elementary, up to high school, predominantly black. So some of them were fine if I said that word. Did you say the word? Not often. Okay. Like it's only with the, like the really close friends, but there'll be this one friend if I say it right in front of him, mm. he'll I won't say he throw a fit. But he'll like hold a grudge for like a whole year. Wow! But would he yeah. be okay with uh, other people of his same color saying it? <laughs> he'll be fine, Man, guys. No, you're no, no, no. trying to tippy toe around this like no, so no. bad. <laughs> the thing is, it's like right after he calls me a chink, and if I set the word, he'll still get mad. Okay, uh, that's he's just being uh, a hypocrite then. Yeah, exactly. So, but then there are some people that are just. I guess it's, it, it triggers them, right? Yeah. Still, you can't. You can't. Yeah, I know. I, yes, you can't horrible. dish it out and not take it back, right? Like, but anyways. Uh, and other interesting stories, Grace. Uh, I know you've been spending a lot of time on this uh, online gaming program called Discord. No, I didn't get that from. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. But well, there's a lot of weird people there, so it leads to this kind of stuff. Like, Sorry no. about your viewers, oh. and your uh, friends on Discord. Uh, yeah, you're all weird. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I wouldn't say they're Subscribe all weird, but I guess like if you spend a lot of time on. I feel like they tend to be the people that don't like to go out a lot. They just like to be online. Introverts. That's not necessarily an introvert. That's just... Well, if they don't go, go out a lot and sit on the computer, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's an introvert. No, an introvert is someone who gets energy from staying home and or not going out as much from, from not being so social, right? Yeah, not going this out. It doesn't necessarily mean they don't go out. Like, they can go out alone. They can no, go out just, to do stuff. No, but we just said not go out and stay on the computer. So that's introvert, right? No. No, like, I think that's no? just antisocial. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's, there's a difference. Uh, okay, go on. I mean, you never really know because there are a lot of people online some weirder people some crazier people the dick pic story is not from discord okay okay please sorry discord people do you get a lot of dick pics no you make it sound like i haven't gotten any (laughs) (laughs) i better not get any dick pics no no because you know what i guess you know what me we're not that far apart in age right yeah three years apart that's it something like that but yeah, I think we mentioned this back then uh, back in then prior podcasts. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, when I was younger, it was something no one talks about openly, but it happened. I'm, I wasn't sending any, just to be clear. But nowadays, you always hear about it, and it seems like everyone's doing it. It's the it's the it's the craze, right? See, people sending send nudes. I think ever since smartphone has send been popular, nudes, <laughs> <laughs> send nudes. Like I think smartphone makes it. Really, like, oh my god! Wait. Like, cause if you okay, guys. Okay, calm down. Okay, stop being inappropriate. Okay. You, know how, you don't like, understand how, like, how funny that is. How is that funny? Send nudes. Okay, because it's a meme. So. Because there's, okay, so there's, like, random posts online, right? Like, from if you go on Reddit, 9gag, any of those, like, you, you you see, like, a random, like, it looks like a normal post. And all of a sudden, like, when you scroll somewhere, you're like, look, oh, when you find this, it'll be funny, right? And it's, like, send nudes somewhere, like, secretly hidden. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's so common. It's, like, if you did it, it's no longer a taboo nowadays. It happens. As in, I, I think it's, it's common, I yeah, guess. It's, yeah. But I think ever since smartphone 
has been popular and like people have data mm-hmm. i think that's when it's like instagram also right like can you imagine 20 years ago people taking picture of their food everything they eat and actually like developing it into film that's just rid- ridiculous it is ridiculous right? i but, still like, think it's ridiculous like but people do it nowadays every mm-hmm. day you see people taking pictures of their food yeah. and it's showing off to <laughs> no. the world look this is why okay. i ate like look at me i'm so happy I my eat gripe this, isn't okay? with people taking yeah. pictures of food i I hate when people take pictures of food that looks like crap. Like, oh it's like they made a sandwich, like a ham sandwich. Check out what I'm eating. Fuck you, I don't need to see that sandwich. I can make the sandwich myself and take a picture of and like it put on my own wall. No, but I think, like, our generation is more, well, the, especially the younger one, the millennial, like, whatever, they like to show off. Yeah. And I think they just like the instant reactions of people they want instant like recognition right yeah. you post a picture on instagram you want likes yeah. you want people to acknowledge you yeah right and then like, people with the whole like nudes or whatever like dick pics they think that they would get something out of it if i send you this maybe you will give me something in return you know what i mean it's more like no, they want gratification to, they want they want either you to like say you're impressed or like mm-hmm. whatever or they I, want something from you yeah. they think that it's beneficial that's why they do it or they it makes them feel good because they feel like oh i'm so like yeah, you know, that normally doesn't bother you but it's slowly starting happening to me because once we like when we share our little uh podcast on facebook yeah. when i see that number goes up that people notices whatever I'm, I'm quite happy <laughs> so, yeah, like so you like you like the likes and so are you saying that yeah. the yeah. moment that you start getting dick pics that's when you know you've made it <laughs> oh <laughs> is that what God. you're trying to say <laughs> oh god no i'm not i'm not gonna share my phone number with anyone in case no it's gonna sending. come through the send uh, news to <laughs> yeah. send news the thing is, like the guy was actually upset that i didn't he thought felt like i didn't appreciate you didn't like the picture so you got mad i have a very wait hold on hold on i have a question how did you how did it get to the point where you got it yeah yeah can you please okay so basically i met him randomly at a winterlicious event randomly he as in like i didn't think i would meet him okay so you like friends of a friend no it was he was actually the owner of a restaurant oh whoa and he actually gave me no he gave me his number and like he read your blog he actually did read a few of my books yeah I That's why he gave you. Wait, wait, no, no, no. But How did he know? Do you be like? No, afterwards. I'm a blogger. No, <laughs> afterwards. But anyways, but like the thing is, he was very like. He's like the type, like you know, like DTF. Like that's the only yeah. reason why he was really trying so hard, right? He wanted, he wanted me to come out with him, and he was blah, blah blah blah. But he was trying to like get me to be interested, and he thought that by him sending this stuff, I would want. Wait, him he, he's the one that's sending the dick pic. Where else am I getting it? I don't know. You think I'm gonna download it, go to search of no, no, because I, like, I didn't know who said I didn't. I didn't yeah, 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 yeah. Care. So yeah. that's how, like you know, I got it right. But then, for him, he was actually a little upset because to him, he's like, he actually saw it like. Do you think I send my dick to everyone? Oh, like he's geez. like. He's what did you say? Like, yeah, he said that. What did you say? No, no. Uh, I was like. Did you say yes? Uh, no, I said uh, it doesn't matter. I don't like. I don't <laughs> you should have been like, like I've seen bigger. See. No. Oh. <laughs> like basically for him, right? He was saying how like he only really shows it to people he really, really, really. What really the likes shit? Or something. I don't, I don't oh know. Oh my god. But anyway, it's probably bullshit. Whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, like the wa- the reason why he sent it was because he felt like. It would improve his situation, as in like maybe like his chances would be higher if I know what his dick looked like. Either I might want him more because his dick is bigger or thicker or whatever. Like he thinks that it would give him a boost. So he just he he basically judged you as a person. That's what's happening is that he thought that this is what you want. Previously, like other girls like him because of that. Yeah. And he felt like if it worked on them, it will work on me. Yeah. So yeah, he basically judged you to be like them. Was that at least impressive? But the dude's got a restaurant. Seems like he, he should have just I have a restaurant I can treat you whenever you want. What kind of food did he make? It's a Western winter delicious. Anyways, I don't want to go into that. But the point is, like, I think for people, they just want... The reason why they send these stuff is because they want... Uh, they want acknowledgement. They mm-hmm. want you to, like, praise them and say yeah, something approval. good. And make them feel like better about themselves you know i think that's why you know some people they take selfies and they take so many and post the best ones and or like show cleavage right why do they do that because they like the attention they get they like being told that they're beautiful they like being told mm-hmm. that you're sexy i like you i want you they like that mm-hmm. so like the guys are the same thing they want they want to be like they want to like they want their ego to be stroked kind of thing you should oh. not use that word the ego <laughs> to be stroked <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. Okay. but you know but you know oh, what i'm trying to say God. right like i yeah. feel like it's very it's common nowadays 
because everyone just wants to feel good and they think like everyone you know the more people that praise me it's like the same like when i write a blog post if i get a lot of likes on facebook i do feel better than if i get no likes at least people are liking it but the thing is if i know they're not reading it it doesn't you're really being noticed mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so when like, he gets sad when uh, my Instagram posts get more likes than his does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. My my T photo was like up against what photo you had? That were mic ones? Yeah, our microphone one. Fucking people. <laughs> they, they don't know what's good. Because we, we each had a photo, like we posted it around the same time. He got more likes. Then I got more likes. <laughs> what, what kind of photo? It was just a picture of our mics. Oh really? On our, yeah. on our Instagram oh, channel. And I had I a, I, I had a kung fu tea set. God. It was so impressive. No one knows what that is. Okay, no one knows. Wait, yeah. Google it. Wait, have you guys ever done that kind of stuff? Do you Salute? really? Salute. No, like take picture of your dick. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it is. No, <laughs> I, I didn't say send it. I said take pictures and be like, ooh, I don't know. What does it look like at this angle? I'm going to explain that when Wayne said send nudes earlier, me and Dan were like laughing our ass off for like five minutes. It's like, <laughs> oh God. But okay. But I, I, I have never sent that stuff. Anybody? Because I'm just scared that it might get, it might well, like. Well, never show your well, face. Yeah, That's just like the face. dumbest thing ever. I know, but you just like you just don't want it to be out there in the world, right? Yeah. yeah. Or find another dick pic of a of a really dick, big dick and then paste your face. Hold on, I have a question though, because I never sent a dick pic, so I'm curious. Like, what angle did he take it at? Like, was it like a, a like a above angle, like a straight on angle, a mirror below? angle? No, it would make sense if it was below to show the size of your balls too, right? Do they send the balls too? No, I'm new to this. Yeah, exactly. So what angle was this? Was this for like a selfie, like mirror like shot, but exposed? angle. Oh, like, oh, so oh. above. And like, then he also used something to compare a size with, like next to it. What did he use? A banana. So I have an idea. What did he use? Banana, of course. Kind of, it must be on nine Some kind of, like, I think it was either like a, I, I don't know if it was like a deodorant thing or it was some kind of like, uh, some kind of like shampoo or don't like Don't move something. your hands like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> you guys are so inappropriate. You're like oh stroking god. something. Like, <laughs> no, like, like, like air I, masturbating. No, oh my god. But but go okay, on. yeah, but I think for I think he just wanted like me to like give him some compliments. Yeah, I see. Whatever. Like he actually took a lot of effort, I would say, to like make it as I guess to visually him. appealing. Yeah, to him. It's <laughs> he added a filter on it too. As, no, no, no. But like to him, like he actually, like he was actually, it was a trying dick pic. It wasn't like just a random like, you know yeah. what I mean? And then he actually tried. He groomed and everything as well. He's a dick I pic. don't know. I didn't. I don't. Yeah, I think so. Actually, yeah. Yep. You need to put an image for us. Oh no! I deleted it. Oh my oh. god, man. Oh. But anyways, yeah. But I think it's common, I would say. But I, I don't, I would, honestly, in my opinion, that's kind of creepy. Like, not creepy, but so there too, are girls. It's, it's too much, no, honestly. It, unless a girl asks for it, yeah. don't send it. The girl never asks for it, do they? I think some girls actually would, I think, like. I think, to me, this all this all started around the time when uh, Vanessa Hudgens got uh, busted. You, you know who she is? Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's around that time. Wasn't that, like, 2010-ish? Like around there? Uh, High School Musical? Yeah, around 2000. I think around that time, that's when it became really popular. I don't know if it's because of them, or it's already been happening. Yeah, and then that just made made people more public about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Do you see the picture? Yeah. Did you? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Vanessa Hudgens pretty hot. Just the research. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Science. Yeah. Science. It's it's gotta be viral somehow. If we didn't see it, it's not gonna be viral. But yeah, I don't think it's smart. Like, if we're anyone listening to this, don't send it unless unless you're sending it to Wayne. What? No, unless the girl no. asks for one, I would no, send, no. send it. Like, so is it really common that a girl would actually be like, "Yo, you want to send some nudes?" Like, does that actually happen? Because when I was younger, when we talked up, when we like chat online, the only thing you ask is ASL. That's it. Yeah, Grace. How how often have people ask you to send nudes? Age, sex, language. I think location. Oh. Location. Do people ask ask you often to uh, send nudes? Well, they want something in return, but I never yeah. said any. Yeah, yeah. But usually online, they're awful of shit because you, you know you can't see their face, right? They can say whatever. They don't. They they're not using real name, whatever. They can do whatever they want, and they feel like it's okay, right? They can say whatever. Yeah. So I I wouldn't say like, just like online people like it's just stupid if you actually. I think times have changed so much because so back then on ICQ it was like so you start off ASL, you talk for a few hours, then you'd be like send pic. It's not even nudes. It's just a picture of the face because you want to know who you're talking to. I don't think I did that. I, I think... never even used ICQ. Yeah, a little bit but before MSN that, no one ever 
asks for like a picture. No, no, you start Stop ASL, but then you talk about so what kind of music do you listen to, like for like a few hours, right? Yeah. And then you just be like, send pick. No, and that's me, like a ballsy thing to no, do. No, but MSN is like everyone I had on MSN were people I know already yeah. in high school, right? Because those were uh, those were like emails. already emails that you have. Yeah. But ICQ, it's uh, you can search for random people to oh, chat okay. with. That's more dangerous. MSN, oh my but god! But that was the very first one. Um, I or I think it's the very first one because mm-hmm. there was also a net meeting, I think. But that's com- that's completely different, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's also cyber sex. No one did that, mm-hmm. or a lot of people did. I knew. <laughs> um all right okay i guess thanks for listening everyone uh please follow us on instagram twitter like us on facebook and subscribe to us on youtube check out my blog at live and learn 80.com my rapper name <laughs> i just want to put an image up That's for it. everyone she's doing like a hip thrust right now while she was saying that no! <laughs> it was very awkward don't hate okay i'm done peace thanks peace out Bye.